broadcasting from the beautiful Hair Today Gone Tomorrow studios, about 30 miles south of Nashville, Tennessee. You know, I've been saying broadcasting from Music City, but technically we're about 30 miles south. Right? We are. Yeah. But anyway, here we are. Uh, it's March 2nd, I believe. It is. We are um, kicking off uh, Women's History Month, mm-hmm. March 2nd. We are yep. just at the very top of it, celebrating it, talking about it. Uh, and I think this is episode 15. Is it really episode 15? I think so. How is that possible? Yeah. And you know what? What? That's like a, a staple number for this, you know? It's, Absolutely it it's is. It's not like it's a 13 or no, 14 or an 11. It's 15. It's 15. We are uh, five away from 20. We are... Um, and and there are like females that are turning into women. Yeah, there are a dozen <laughs> people out there, right? That relying are on this podcast. You said it. A dozen people. So, uh, celebration of women this month. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to tell you, I don't know. I think you feel the same way that um, women are definitely the uh, stronger. smarter. Yeah. And stronger, the smarter of absolutely. of the, what do you want to say, the species? The species, yeah. Um, I feel like if we had uh, more women in office, even a woman president, that things might be different, and they'd be able to clean up. All my doctors are women. Yeah, a lot of doctors are women. Because absolutely. well, I pick them personally. Do you really? Yes. Um, urologists especially, because small fingers, but. <laughs> but otherwise, but no, I do pick the women because I feel like that a woman better. has more co- um, compassion and more of a bedside manner. And I'll agree with that. They, you know, they feel more of, they listen. My, uh, my cardiologist, um, yeah. I forgot her name. I should know it. Um, she's a woman. She's only saving your life. Who are the fuck is right. he? Uh, he what's Dr. Name? Ramaveskinectomy. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. She's Indian? Indian girl. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Breathtaking. The thing about Indian women is you're, you're on or you're not. That's, you're hot that is so, or you're that not. That is so true. And when you're not, yeah. you are not. You are not. You're absolutely right. But when you're hot... It's amazing. Untouchable. It Look is at that one uh, actress. Um, and I forgot her name. We were just talking about her the other day. Um, Who was? You and I? No. My daughter and I. I forgot her name. But anyway. She's in Beautiful. The, yeah. I don't know her. She was in the TV show FBI. Don't know her. Okay. Don't watch that kind of stuff. I'm going to have to Google that now. Google it. <laughs> Googly see. moogly. Anyway, so in celebration of Women's History Month, um, Jackie suggested last week, I think it was actually your daughter who suggested it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we do an episode about the many, many uh, contributions women have given to yeah. rock and roll? Yeah. And it's like, it's not just 80s rock, because, you know, they've always been there. The women have always been there. Yeah. All the way from uh, Memphis, Minnie, um, 
I mean, all the way till the present. They've yeah. they've always been in music, but you know, we kind of um, feature a certain genre. So we're going to try to kind of stick within those boundaries. We might go outside of it a little bit, but anyway, how's your uh, Google search going? Um, I'm trying. Apparently. All right. Let me see. All right. Uh, Priyanka Chopra. Never heard of her. Okay. What about it, it? It sounds like that cat. What's his name? Deepak Chopra. Yeah, same any, but different. But I'll I'll give relation? you. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you look at some pictures you can see real quick. Oh wow! Yeah, she's attractive. Yeah, she's very attractive. And I again, like, like I said, on or off. Oh yeah, yeah, on or off. Yeah, you're either on or off. Yeah. Um, my first. I think experience of seeing a woman in like hard rock, heavy metal. We were talking before in the early 80s. Of course, I was uh, raised for a pretty big part of my life on Staten Island. Staten Island didn't get cable TV until like mid 80s, I think. So we didn't have MTV, even though it's part of New York City, you would think that, you know, we got everything first. Well, we didn't. No, we didn't. Staten Island got most shit last. Yeah. And um, so while the entire rest of the country is watching MTV, what are the kids on Staten Island watching? U68. Right, U68. U68 right. was a video channel up on the UHF uh, channels, which if you think of an old analog TV, which is all we had back right. then, you had the channel selector on the bottom, and you had your, whatever, 2 through 13, right. I think it was. on top. But, but on top of that yeah. Yeah, was yeah. a second channel, uh dial and the room between the channels was a lot shorter right right so you would set your main uh channel knob to u right which stood for uhf and you would hardly you would hardly ever you'd never go up there yeah you'd never go up there because (laughs) there was weird shit up there yeah there was uncle uh, floyd Floyd lived up there there was weird stuff you had all your um like Community TV yeah, channels, yeah. the government the channels, local college, yeah, the government like channels, that, yeah. the weather channel, I think, was up yeah. there somewhere, too. So In the event of an emergency. In the event of an emergency, you would set your main dial to U, and then you would tick, 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 up top, change right. the channel. Anyway, U68, it was Channel 68, and they played videos. They were kind of like our MTV. Right. And at nighttime, it was all hard rock, heavy metal. And there was this one girl, and her name was Wendy O. Williams. Mm -hmm. People used to call her Wow. Um, And before. Or upside down as mom. Or mom. (laughs) Before she went solo and she started playing more like metal but sort of a thrashy kind of metal she was with a band called the plasmatics mm-hmm. and this was like a punk maybe it was even like post-punk i'm not sure but they were kind of punky and 
Uh, she was the singer, and she was fucking outrageous. She, she was, was a outrageous. little butchy. Butchy. Chainsaws, um, light and shit on fire. And her big thing was she used to wear a mohawk haircut, and she had to kill a body. And a bra and made a out bra of... bra made out of, like, see-through plastic cups or, or cups or anything. She was weird. To leave a bottle. To, right. She was a weird chick. Yeah. What, Wendy O. Williams, and I was doing a little bit of research on her, and Wendy O. Williams actually ran away at the age of 16. Right. And she was a troubled, troubled youth. Um, She actually got a 1985 Grammy nomination for Best Female Rock Performance. That's huge. That is huge. That's huge, especially in the 80s where women were still overlooked for a lot of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. They were. Um, Her big song that I remember as a kid was It's My Life. I'm not going to say I was like a Wendy O. Williams fan or like a Plasmatics fan even. But you knew of the name. I knew of her. You knew who she was. And um, her kind of look, I guess, um, really influenced a lot of the women in rock going forward. Not as outrageous as she was. By no, way, but right now she would be considered. People would look at her and go, "Yeah, okay, right." It would be right. right. It would be normal, right? Right. Now, back then it was like back <gasps> then it was outrageous. Yeah. Uh, Wendy O. Williams, um, three albums with the Plasmatics and three solo albums, one Grammy nomination. Unfortunately, um, Wendy O. Williams lost her battle and committed suicide in 1998. Rest in peace. Clearly a troubled person. Troubled, troubled, troubled. And again, ironically, but right now, if she was alive right now and and in the same situation, she might not kill herself. Because right now she would maybe find solace in people who are just like her because everybody is like her right now. She was a. Vegetarian. She was a supporter of PETA. Um, she was a big advocate against like processed foods. And Which is like funny because you would think that she would eat animals raw, right? You would th- well because she was a nut, right? She was her a, videos. She was crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just were outrageous. At least her solo stuff. I'm not real familiar with the plasmatic catalog. She always was like dirty. She always had dirt, dirt on her. She, yeah, it was. Uh, she was a filthy. It was a little rough. The animal. Yeah. yeah, it was a little rough. I don't know too much about them because. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know. I I like, really but if you would, if you would turn a page in either Cream or Hit Parade or whatever, she's there. You would see her. In, you would yeah. see something about her. Not just because she. You know, had a great body, but you know she was a pretty good singer. Great yeah. stage presence. Yep. So, what was your first uh, memory of a female um, performer? So you know, naturally, you always have uh, Stevie Nicks because in the eighties, Stevie Nicks was a solo artist at that point. Right. Yep. And uh, her songs were all over the radio. But I'm gonna say my first uh, encounter was with Blondie. And man, Blondie, yeah. yeah, when I, I first saw huge, the video, the tide is high, yeah, I was like, you know, 
You know, we talked about being memorized by the ankle socks. Same yeah. deal. When right. I saw Tide is High, I was me- mesmerized by this woman. Yep. Her beauty, her, she, yeah. her singing voice, everything. So I immediately went out and I bought the album. I think it was... The one with Heart of Glass on it. I don't think it's Power. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one it was. Any of her albums. But um, I did have a, I, it had to be around high school time. So 85, 86. I had a Blondie t-shirt. Did like you really? Wow. Blondie concert shirt. I'm, you know what I'm I noticed? Sure I noticed I that that's your thing. I don't, I concert have shirts. never, yeah. yeah. I think I bought maybe one or two concert sh- shirts in my life. Yeah. Um, I've always been uh, anti, um, what do they call that? Uh, Propaganda? No. Um, wow, I'm really struggling today. An- you are. Anti, uh, I... Uh, I noticed wow. that when you uh, first <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. I'm earlier. struggling today. You don't, don't ever no. just come in and ask for Tylenol. Yeah, that's true. I, like, I need uh, some Tylenol. Yeah, they were anti-merch. Like the okay. merch. And the, I, was, I was anti-merch. I, I always you. felt that I paid enough to see this band. I'm buying their albums. Yeah. I ain't going to buy no shirts. I got you. Plus, that's what the nerds did. So... <laughs> Right there we oh, know. Man. Look what you got on today. A Led Zeppelin baseball yeah, right. jersey. Led Zeppelin isn't a baseball team. Nobody from the But it's a baseball they style play, jersey. They play football. But they, they didn't even play baseball. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> and god. And you still got the Star Wars hat. Star Wars hat. So time. anyway, that to me was a nerd thing. I didn't wear the painted denim jackets I've and still the got leather mine. jackets. I bet I've you do. I still got mine. I uh, you Robert know what? Plant. Manic Nirvana. That's a great album, album cover. Page Let me tell you something about um, me growing up, which was funny because uh, I grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah. And even though I was a musician, rock and roll, heavy metal, and all that, I also listened to and loved disco and the whole you were from DJ Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And I dressed... And you wore a bunch of fucking guidos. Right. And I dressed very confusing, confusingly to people because, like, for instance, when I moved to Staten Island and I and I, I was going to school there, they were very... Staten Island was two steps behind Brooklyn. I mean, maybe even a little bit more. What? <laughs> yeah. They were kind of like either you are a rocker yes. or you are a guido. One and there the was other. nothing in between. So I shuffled the deck. I used to go when they were in a motorcycle jacket with my hair short and slicked back with a big gold chain and a Christ head, which I never thought I would ever wear. But yet I we was wearing like a motorcycle jacket and I would have a... Uh, uh, a spike bracelet on or something. Right. So I was confusing people. They're like, what are you? Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm me, you fucking right. jerk it, off. I, I guess it All was right? very like, what category did it you It sure pay? was, bro. It was brutal because in the, in the lunchroom, and it's funny because in the lunchroom, I used to sit in the middle. And to the left was the Rockers and the right were yeah. the Guido, Guidos. And I would be friends with all of them because I had something in common Do you with recall... Them. On Staten Island, days to call the rockers, days to call us critters. Critters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh yeah. What was up with that? I don't know. I may have started that. If you started it, that's hysterical. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, 
Because let's face it, a lot of those guys... They were dirty. They were dirty. They, were they dirty. wouldn't shower. I know a guy who didn't brush his teeth. And yeah. he would say... Uh, we would say, why don't you brush your teeth? I drink milk. Dude, that's not good enough. I don't know. You're not watching same, too many sir. commercials. Not the same. So the whole Rocca and Guido thing was pretty much... Uh, uh, you know, and again, I just didn't dig the merch. So I did. I know. I know. You I still do. Merch I still do. You still yeah. do, which is very cool. I'm not going to say it's not. By the way, Deborah Harry, born in Florida, mm -hmm. raised in New Jersey. Yeah, which is crazy. Previous occupation, Playboy Bunny. Playboy Bunny. And now, that dancer. doesn't mean that she's... Posed in the magazine, I don't no, no, think no. she might have. I know she did some nude films. I remember there was like Playboy clubs all right, over the country. all over the country, and they would now have these gone. waitresses, right? The waitresses that were would dress up Playboy like bunnies, like a bunny. They would have bunny ears and a bunny tail, and uh, which is terrible to do to women. And they would serve men. Yes, they would. So. Another interesting fact about Deborah Harry. Yeah. So she song, was one of them. Yeah, she was one of those. Her song, Rapture, you know the one. Oh, great Rapture, song, man. Pure, yeah. right. First rap-oriented song to reach number one in the U.S. Billboard charts. Wow. First rap video ever on MTV. Awesome. Wow. Rapture. That's crazy. A bro. female. A female. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's a great video for that time. It's a great song. Uh, I, I, you know, I know that she was probably a very big drug addict. She looked like yeah, she was high all the time. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, that really doesn't bother me because that was a sign of the times back then. That's what you did. So I don't really hold that. I hold nothing against her. I think she's awesome. Even right now at 80-something years old. She's in her 80s? Yeah. No, she's not. Look it up. I think she's about 80-something. She's in her yeah. 80s? Yeah. Deborah Harry? Yeah. I think she's still awesome. She's still making it happen. And also, what a voice. You're appalled? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I am appalled. She's How old 80? do you think you are, Junior? Me? Yeah. I'm 67. You're 50 fucking four. I'm 67. All right? If we knew her 30 years ago, 40 years ago, do yeah. the math. Holy shit. Yeah. You could be right about that. Yeah. I'm going to actually yeah, look, look it up. that up, though. I mean, uh, her band members, they they were basically the same. Uh, her co-songwriter, I think his name was Chris Stein. Yeah, 78. That's almost okay. 80. Yeah, it's almost 80. You're, on, a, you're looking at 80. She was actually... Yeah, <laughs> you're looking at 80. She was actually born July 1st. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, again, just a phenomenal uh, act, a great, great uh, example of um, the accomplishments that women have made uh, a lot of in people, music, yeah. in life, because she, she did set some tones for style. She did, absolutely. To, you know. um, a lot of people mistakenly thought that because the name was Blondie, name of the band, and because she was the only blonde one in the band, that she was... Blondie, but actually that was the band. That was the band, Blondie. yeah. She was it just, just a happened, singer. Right, she just happened she to have blonde hair. Right, she did actually go solo after that, but yeah. It was Deborah, that was Deborah Harry. Deborah Harry. she was right. solo. And she also was in uh, a couple of movies, a couple of horror movies, one of them being Videodrome. 
I don't no, know if you remember that. I, I, I don't recall that. Just uh, yeah, she's and she could act too, but uh, just a phenomenal yeah. contribution to women yeah. and their abilities. Um. So, I heard, and I don't. I'm not sure if it's true or not that when uh, Wendy O. Williams killed herself on the plane with oh, Randy Rhodes. She was actually listening to The Tide is High. Okay, so these are the jokes. This is not, not jokes. They're fact. true. They're these, this is just nonsense. This is just uh, uh, funny stuff. It's not funny. It's we true, cannot Jack. be held liable. Yes, we can. <laughs> for anything. It's true. That... All of it. <laughs> it's true. All of it. Uh, So who you got next as another woman? I want to talk for a second about uh, German-born Dora Pesch. Okay. A lot of people don't uh, recognize the name Dora Pesch, you specifically. Uh, She was in a band called Warlock. Which I knew of. 80s band. But just didn't listen. She was the singer and... uh, Incredibly beautiful woman out. Uh, she was from Dusseldorf, Germany. Uh, Warlock had the big hit, uh, All We Are. It wasn't that big of a hit, but it was still, it was in. Sold 14 worldwide? Sold 14 <laughs> records now. That, that's not nice. Warlock, <laughs> Dusseldorf, no. Germany, produced by Gene Simmons. Crazy. Produced yeah. by Gene Simmons. Um, um, war, good movie, Warlock. Have you ever seen it? Yes, of course. I've and uh, just a, just something hit me. Um, yeah. Weren't you a warlock at some <laughs> yes, point? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm still technically a warlock. <laughs> Did you go through that whole... Harry Potter. We all went None at all. That. I'm talking about the religion thing. Oh, sure, yeah. The I'm born of the earth. Yes, the, yes. The, I'm, yeah. I'm still Wick, doing Wiccan, that Wiccan? secretly. Are you really? Yes. You're not allowed. I'm not? No, because you do the other thing. I'm allowed. If they found out, they would slice your balls off. How do you know that it's <laughs> that it's actually not part of that? I don't know. Well, I don't know because you guys are so secretive. I don't see. I'm not. It's really a nerd thing. Involved in that stuff. <laughs> you were though. Yes. You were yes. a Wiccan warlock. A Wiccan warlock. A Wiccan warlock. <laughs> a warlock named Ralphie Wiccan. Wiccan. Uh, Dora Pesch, produced by Gene <laughs> Simmons, All We Are, Warlock, Dusseldorf, Germany. Sucked. That's all I've got But let's that. move she on. She did not suck. She was incredible. The truth, the truth be told, she, she did great, have a good voice. Yeah, she had a really good solo career. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the n- name of some of her songs, but yeah. there you go. Yeah, okay. Then I would like to uh, talk about... Pat Benatar. Oh my goodness gracious! Is just Pat Benatar was absolutely incredible. Not only a uh, a a style guru for girls at the time because they definitely you um, couldn't you couldn't swing a dead fucking squirrel without hitting a fucking Pat Benatar clone. The short hair and there was and it was funny because right and it was funny because there was different stages of her because she had different stages had like few, hairstyles and right. stuff. there would be a Pat Benatar from the the uh, the beginning Pat right. Benatar from, it was so it was crazy she was also a huge advocate for um, abusing children child uh, abuse, she, yes. yeah, child she abuse. used she, to love to abuse 
No, oh, that's, no not that's not what I mean. I'm sorry. She was against, <laughs> she was against it. Well, okay. You just said she was a huge uh, advocate for abusing children. For, she used to love it. For children that right. were abused. Abused children, <laughs> she used to say. Yeah. I remember, Go right before the show. Go a four-year-old. Right. Hell is for children. Right. That was a great song. Yeah, that was a great song. Um, I didn't realize that that was a anti-child abuse song yes. until much, much later. Yes, and life. I think there was contributions made to certain uh, organizations right. from the, from that song. I mean, yeah. but besides from that, album after album, hit after hit. Huge. This woman. Great voice, beautiful girl. Um, Where was she born? She was born in Brooklyn. That's why you love her. Uh, not Another, <laughs> Another fucking, fucking fellow <laughs> Brooklynite. Abusing fucking uh, children. Fucking right. Another, Another fucking, fucking Brooklyn, Brooklyn asshole. But Over she. Uh, bridge. But uh, album after album, song after song. Uh, started out with Heartbreaker, which still great is song. a great song that's played today. Uh, Shadows of the Night, Fire and Ice. I mean, just so many hits and um, a couple she, of movie scores, too. Yes. You know? She was actually born in Brooklyn, raised in close by Lindenhurst, Long Island. Lindenhurst, Long Island went to Lindenhurst High School. High school. When she was a senior, she was accepted to Juilliard. Wow. Yeah. Now you see, Long Island is more like Staten Island. There are a little bit. There are a couple of uh, like a couple Staten of, Island. Couple of. Uh, Years behind. No, I don't like the fashion that would be in in Brooklyn and was out of date. You would go into Long Island and they were wearing it. Same thing That's with Staten Island. That is absolutely true. wrong. <laughs> absolutely wrong. Go back over the fucking Verrazano. The Guinea gang pe- the gangplank. Gangplank. Yep. Uh, she actually married her high school sweetheart. Young. She got married super super young. I think right. she got married in the seventies. Yeah. Actually, like and he was in the military. He was in the Military, and I think they moved to uh, was it Maryland? Yeah, or some shit like that. Something like that. And his name is actually Benatar. She kept his he name. Was the Benatar. He was very uh, in favor of her singing career. He would, they would move to certain areas. Well, where, yeah, so you know, so while they were stationed in Maryland, she would actually go play at uh, small cabarets and clubs and she would you know sing um and then she started to get more and more popular uh and then of course eventually like a a lot of marriages she got divorced moved back to new york okay uh where she started working the club scene out there and just got bigger and bigger and bigger and um and she her band, uh, and even though there was a couple of um, members that came and went and stuff like that, there were a couple of constants. One was her guitar player, Neil Gerardo, which she ended up marrying. So their husband and wife and the drummer, I forgot his name, but he was a pretty weird guy, but he was a good drummer. They kind of stayed. And then the bass players came and went, guitar, uh, keyboard players came and went, rhythm guitar players came and went. But the constant was always her and Geraldo. And he is a great guitar player. He's a, yeah. 
Great guitar I mean, player. I want to talk underrated. We could have put him in the underrated yeah, uh, probably could have. Uh, category. And again, they they are still married, children. They're yeah. still doing it. They do still it on a little, yeah. you know, like a little cafe type of deal with just... Right. Um, That's what you would expect. Horror and, yeah, yeah. Kind of, at this yeah. age. At this age. Horror with a, a microphone, him with a, a guitar, acoustic guitar, and they do all the songs. And man, there is a catalog there, bro. Oh, it's huge. There is a catalog. Her catalog's enormous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Pat, 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 Pat Benatar. Yeah. In the 1980s, I don't think anybody really um, affected women's fashion more yeah. than she did. I got to say. Maybe I Madonna, right? Yeah. on the, that But that was on the kind of the R&B disco right. end. Yeah, but. This was the, the rock end. Right. It was definitely Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. Every yeah. she was, was a yeah. Pat Benatar clone, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I you? loved everything about it. His short hair. Yeah. Why do you got to keep on bringing that up? I'm just saying. That was short the hair. reason, though. Girls can have short hair. They can. Doesn't mean I like It doesn't. Boys. However, if you have short hair and you look like a boy from the back, that's what you like. That's, that's my type. Okay. That's what you're trying to say? So That's what I'm trying to say. That's all. But look, that's okay. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. Let's talk for a second about the band Girl School. Okay, another one that I have no idea <laughs> about. Okay, Girl School formed in the '70s. Okay, okay, and they were kind of playing the uh, underground scene in Great Britain. Um, actually, their first name of the band was Painted Lady. Oh. Yeah. Painted Lady. They were a all-female quartet, and they were playing hard rock, heavy metal. They were kind of part of that new wave British heavy metal sound. Interesting. You know, Iron Maiden, yeah. Judas Priest, Girl School. They were actually discovered by Lemmy from Motorhead. Okay. Yeah. There you go. He actually discovered them. They are still around. Oh, wow. Still around. Uh, three of the four look incredible. One of them looks a little bit beaten haggard. Up. A little bit. A little Not bad. Up. Okay. Not yeah. bad. I won't say which is which and who is <laughs> who, but one of them's looking a bit haggard lately. Gotcha. No big deal. Great musicians. Um, had a uh, couple of... Hits, um, played with a lot of big bands, and more importantly, Lemmy discovered them. Which is great. Brought them on it, tour. Yeah, right. If you have, if, if there's anybody to... Uh, Discover you. you. It's Lemmy. Lemmy. Lemmy was, and God rest his soul, was just yeah, a... He uh, was incredible. He yeah, was just I mean, absolutely amazing. The first person, the first guy to really play a bass or a guitar amp, I mean... Right, yeah. Just uh, ridiculous. Uh, that was a Rickenbacker. It was, but, yeah. yeah. With distortion. It was like a guitar for him. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it was crazy. But, uh, who great. else you got, sir? All right. So that brings us to Lita Ford. Lita, Lita Ford. Lita Rosanna one of my Ford. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. So if you walked into anybody's house who was into any kind of music, there was a post of Lita right Ford on the wall. because she just uh, was she, exceptional in certain areas. It, so <laughs> it was. 
usually her posing with a BC Rich Warlock. Yeah, which but was her really, staple guitar. That was her guitar. Yeah. You didn't really pay too much attention to the guitar. No. You were She was usually nude behind else. the guitar. Yes. Yeah. You were I looking mean, at something else. The body was incredible. Yeah. Oh, she had... Uh, Pretty I mean, face... Ish. The face was okay. Yeah. Um, they made her look very uh, good at certain points yeah. uh, because they they made her, they gave her the hair and the whole you know red lips, but the body was really the was exceptional. Uh, the ass looked like yeah. uh, anything it, they put on her spandex. It the was absolutely jeans. incredible. It looked like it was painted. Interestingly on. enough. Yeah. You think of Lita Ford as being, you know, the all-American girl representative of the hard rock, heavy metal scene. But she was actually born in London. She was. London, England. She was. And she has a very big history before she was Lita Ford. She was a guitar player for the 1970s started group, The Runaways. The Runaways. Which had uh, Cherry Curie. As yeah. the uh, singer, Jackie Fox, I think, was the uh, bass player or a guitar player. But the other guitar player was Joan Jett. Jo- yeah, that's amazing. Okay. They were... Lita Ford and yeah, Joan, Joan Jett, Jett in, in the, the same, same band. band. Phenomenal. Now, again, I, um, I like Joan Jett. I thought she was very pretty. There are some videos where she I looks very pretty. You weren't crazy about her. I care for her. But if you look at both their personalities, they were both like tough ass girls. Tough, yeah. And that was know, the whole thing behind the band, I think. They yeah. were tough chicks. Yeah. Who, if you got out of line with them, they might kick your ass. Yeah, and that I didn't really thing. go in for that. Not me either, but I mean... They were good to look at. Yeah, they were nice to look at. But as far as... Cherry Bomb. I wouldn't... Like, I wouldn't uh, watch a Lita Ford interview or a Joan Jett interview because they're like, Hey, yo, oh, fuck. You know, it's like, you know... I'll bash over the fucking head. Right. (laughs) Lita Ford. If you don't like my music, I'll hit you across the face with a guitar. God, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And I just wasn't into that. Uh, I like my girls to be a little girly. So do I. You know. Lita Ford, actually born from a British father and an Italian mother. Right. In London, England. Yeah. Merry old England. Yeah, it's yep. all about that, isn't it? Um, and her middle name is Rosanna. Rosanna. Rosanna that's Italian. Dan. Yeah, that's Italian. Yeah. Moved to the United States while young Lita was in the second grade. Yeah, wow. So, I mean, she was really raised in the United States. Because, I mean, yeah. I, I'd really have to think back to the second grade. Yeah, I mean, that's... Right? It's, yeah. I don't remember that. Really. And besides the fact, she doesn't speak like... She, she doesn't have any English. No accent. Yeah, no, no. She, she talks pretty yeah. tough. Um, inspired by Richie Blackmore and Deep Purple. Yep. Inspired her to pick up the guitar at, I think, age 11. Yeah. Oh, she was young. Yeah. Um, and, and she can play. She can she, play lead. She's a great, she's a great guitar player, and uh, and, and her age, voice is okay. She's got uh, a good know, voice. A good voice the for for age you know, of sixteen. Metal. She was actually recruited to play in the Runaways. Right, sixteen. Bro. Right, sixteen. Right. That's what crazy, were you bro. doing at fucking sixteen? Sixteen. I was uh, I was playing music on stage. Not with the Runaways. Not you with weren't. the Runaways. No, no. And uh, again, that was like a super group. 
Oh, yeah. from them uh, but awesome. very troubled because of uh sexual in uh you know um partners going on yes. and well and, that's you know, the reason that's why a big deal lita ford says in her book uh that's the reason why she left the band suddenly mm. at some point she realized hey these girls are all gay right so i guess coming into it she really didn't realize all these other girls were of the gay persuasion. And they were probably maybe intermingling with one right, another. And right, that, that, could, that doesn't work good in a, in a band setting. No, that, that work. never works. Just ask, you know, uh, yeah. what's her name? Uh, Stevie Nicks. Well, yeah. That doesn't work and out that good was, when you yeah. sleep with the entire band. Yeah, that's a lot but of tensions. That's, that's a lot of tensions. Yeah. But so Lita Ford was like, I got to leave. Coincidentally, at one of the runaway shows, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where they were playing exactly, but I could actually uh, find out real quick. It was um, 1975, I think, uh, or maybe before that. Oh, they were playing at the Starwood Nightclub, and who comes into the club? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> nice. What the fuck? Led yeah, Zeppelin right. shows into the club like that. Yeah, right. The the Runaways gave the band r- Runaway T-shirts and they put them on. Oh wow! Which is, I mean, that's can crazy. You imagine yeah. Zeppelin wearing I mean, some your other t-shirt. band's T-shirt. Maybe yeah. it was just Plant and Page. Maybe right, but it was so it was important. So people, we're talking 1975, pre physical graffiti. Right, physical graffiti was a great album. If you um, say so. You see, this is why your forehead is so big. <laughs> That's right. Because when I lie, my forehead your grows. Forehead gets better. I mean, bigger. <laughs> Plant after the show goes up to Lita Ford and says, "Hey, you're a great guitar player. Would you like to play bass for Led Zeppelin?" Wow. So apparently, John Paul Jones was on like his way out or something he yeah wasn't on his way out he wanted to just take a step back from touring okay uh, because you know Zeppelin was just touring 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 now he's a phenomenal bass player musician everything. John Paul Jones yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the best yeah. uh, composer easy, arranger easy. one of the best Jack <laughs> I don't like okay. the way he said that one of the best go easy all right, go Listen, easy. John Paul Jones, for God's sake. All right. Mandolin. Go Okay. <laughs> Sitar. Half of the Italian got, culture can play a mandolin. Pick it up and fucking play. All right, so can everybody else in the world. Okay. Go slow. Uh, go so, like, she was like, what? Like, you want me to play bass? Is that So, anyway... She was not sure if he was being serious. Right. But she thinks he was. Of course, she did not agree to it. Right. Um, and That's I mean, a little bit of a weird situation. It is kind of a weird situation. Maybe Plant was like taken back by an all-female. No, I'm saying about band. the ask. You go up to a guitar, a guitar player and you say, you play guitar great. You want to play bass? <laughs> because I guess uh, they didn't want a great bass player. And they wouldn't have gotten one. And if she no, went up no. because she was a great guitar player. She was a great guitar player, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be a great bass player. They kind of, 
a lot of people think that they go hand in hand. I mean, yes, any guitar player can pick up the bass and play it similar to the guitar, but a bass player is somebody that wants to play that instrument, starts out on that instrument probably, and excels at it. You know, there's a lot of room between, uh, and we've talked about this several times, between somebody who just follows along like your 80s and 90s bass players. And me. And then Getty Lee. Right, and then right. You know, Getty there's Lee. a big difference between we, the two. I, I think sometime soon we should do uh, some kind of bass episode thing? about Rush. Yeah, yeah. They were incredible. They were. Anyway. So she says women, no. She says and no, and the rest. She is continues history. on, and then she uh, leaves the runaway and leaves the does runaway. Does, does her and solo, then she do, and then she runs into Sharon Osbourne. That's right. Who that was her manager? Who becomes her manager? She does a little something with Ozzy, a great song yeah. with Ozzy. Uh, she looked good in that video. You see what I mean? Did, they made yeah. her look good in that uh, video. Nineteen eighty-two. She signed with Mercury Records, and her first album out for blood that's the one where you see all the fucking posters that was all done in promotion of that, that album album she looked incredible uh that and at one point that album I, went nowhere really yeah out for blood went nowhere uh her next solo album dancing on the edge was like 84 um included fire in my Heart, which was like a top 10 in a few countries. There was a song on there called Gotta Let Go, which did okay. Um, and there was also a few songs she wrote with Tony Iommi. Yeah. Which were yeah. not released. Right, right. Still not released. I think there's like a whole record's worth. Record's worth, worth yeah. It's true. Uh, you know, but again, who knows why things go the way they do. Right. Um, but she's got that memory. So does he. Yeah. You right. Know. When she signed with Sharon yeah. Osborne, actually. That's when things started to happen. That's when things started to happen because this is like late 80s now. This is like 87, 88. Yeah. yeah. Sharon introduced her to a more poppy metal, which was big at yep. the time. Yep. And that's when we get our... Kiss Me Deadly. Right, that that's the Lita album. Solo. Lita, L-I-T-A, yeah, which, 1988. Yeah, and we get my, uh, you get your, close your eyes forever. forever with Ozzy. And, and then she wrote a number song eight Nikki on the uh, Billboard Bill really? 100, yeah. Hot 100, Hot number 100. eight. And then she wrote a song, uh, Falling In and Out of Love, and she actually wrote that song with, Nikki Six. Yeah, which uh, Nikki Six is the writer of Motley Crue. Uh, yeah, you know, like right. We talk He's about Steve Harris writing all the music. Well, it's the same thing with Nikki Six. Nikki Six writes all the Motley Crue stuff. He is Motley Crue. However, unlike Steve Harris, his bass playing is just there at the most. But right. he is a songwriter. He is a songwriter, first and um, foremost. And, and, and that album uh, came. That was the album that came out with a lot of videos. The videos were very impressive because she was always scantily clad. Scantily clad. And uh, I believe Eric Singer was a drummer for a while. Yeah, that's something like that. And she was married to the guitar player yeah, from from Wasp. 
Chris was Holmes. he? Chris yeah. Holmes. Right. Chris Holmes, probably the best guitar player in the world. Yeah. From the best band. <laughs> you in are the world. on crack. Wasp. She probably taught him how to tune his guitar. No. Because he's freaking horrible. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? That man is a virtuoso. I don't even think he is a man. I he think is he man. is some kind of he's a man. fictitious no. <laughs> apparition. Wasp guitarist Chris Holmes, they got Sucks. They, they got married for a short <laughs> time and I think she left him too much drugs and booze. Yeah, and he was well, you know his yeah. he's got a whole story that was his of thing, yeah. yeah, bad. Uh, and then she got married to that guy Gillette after that, and they were going to do a reality show. Oh, well, they yeah, and never that, happened. That fell apart. Okay, but let's also talk about um, her other albums because she's got some great hits. I thought there were great songs. Back to the Cave. Um, not um, familiar. You're not familiar with it? It it comes in with the lead. Really? I thought, yeah, I mean it's phenomenal. She has a song called Hungry. Have you ever heard that song, Hungry for Your Sex? Which has a saxophone That's solo sound, in it. That sounds familiar, yeah. The saxophone solo in it is incredible. I think I said that to does, you before. Does saxophone belong in hard rock? Yes. Really? Yes. In certain, really? At a certain degree, yeah. Listen to that song, Hungry, and you'll see that the saxophone just fits. It's funny, but um, Way Cool Jr., last week we talked about Rat. Rat, that's got saxophone at the end of it. Huh. Yeah. So maybe sax does belong in When it rock. works, it works. Because if you listen to that song, Hungry, when you listen to it, you'll it, the sax just... Uh, first of all, the song is about sex. And of course, the saxophone is a very... Uh, can be a very sexy instrument used in, in that particular way. And I think it was... I don't know if it was a baritone or an alto sax. But either way... It's a very good uh, solo. It's a great song. Back to the Cave is a great song. She wrote a song about uh, a song called Lisa. I think it was about her mother. Her which mom, is a great yeah, song. Right. And uh, man, I used to listen to the heck I didn't out of those realize albums. That, yeah, uh, yeah. You were such a fan. Yeah, I didn't become uh, such a fan because of the "Kiss Me Deadly" thing. Right. Because that kind of irked me a little bit. Did it really? Well, she said two things in the in the song that I wasn't crazy about. She said, "I didn't get laid. Um, I, I didn't get laid. I got in a fight." You didn't like that. I didn't like that. And then okay. she said, "I had to borrow ten bucks from my, my old man." My old I man. I didn't like that. Yeah. Because then that's like that reminds me of the man. biker. Well, she's you know, like a biker. biker. Ty- yeah, yeah, she's kind of like a biker yeah, type but, uh, chick. You know, hey, look. Uh, not every lyric. She could take a punch on that. Right. Oh, she could take a couple. She of could take a punch. She was also in a couple of movies too. She was in um, yeah. one movie called uh, Route sixty six 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 or something like that. that. Sounds like something she would yeah. do. Like I went raced home just to watch her to see her, but really, yeah, because wasn't you know, she in that film uh, Road Hard and Put Up Wet? No, that's oh. unfortunately how she looks. Like. <laughs> Terrible! You said How did it. You do? You, I didn't even. You <laughs> just handed me a note Listen, that said, the, "Say this on the air." That's on horrible. Air. You're crazy. The fact is Poor that lady, she's that half best. that half of Italian is the probably Doesn't the curse. Well. Yeah. Italian women, unfortunately, don't age so well. We can't talk about Lita Ford without talking about fellow runaway bandmate Joan Jett. 
Right. We got to talk gotta about, talk about Joan, Joan Jett. Jett because Joan Jett was in a movie with Michael J. Fox. Did you ever? Um, no. Yeah. And it was a great, great movie. Was they Joan, played brother and sister. Was Joan Jett pinky? No. Leather Tuscadero. No. Leather Tuscadero was some bass player girl who's very popular. Was she modeled after the Joan Jett Persona? Uh, I would have to say no because Happy Days came out way before Joan Jett. That's true, yeah. Um, Happy Days was the 70s. True. It took place Um, in the 50s. Yeah. uh, I always thought it was Joan Jett. I don't know. It looked uh, like a. It was a very. Hair tough, leather clad chick. Okay, Leather Tuscadero was Susie Quattro. Okay. Played Leather Tuscadero. I'll bet and that, she is a musician as well. I'll bet she probably modeled her character after Joan Jett from the Maybe. Runaways. American singer-songwriter, bass player, and actor in the 70s. She scored a string of singles that found success in Europe and Australia. Um, she was born in 1950. So who's older? What's Joan Jett's birthday? I don't know. She's old. I think 1945. She's really. Seven, yeah, she's she's 78. Okay, then I guess maybe uh, legacy and influence. Let's see. Uh, well, who knows? But the the thing is that so Joan Jett was in a movie called. Oh man, I forgot. But again, it was with um, Michael J. Fox. Okay. When he was kind of at the height of his career as well. Okay. At that point that, if you remember, when he came out of that sitcom, he started to do movies. Back to the Future and all that stuff. Um, And this movie was was pretty good. They were brother and sister in a band. Because apparently he's a guitar player. And uh, I thought you would be surprised to hear that, but apparently you weren't. Say that uh, again. The I'm name sorry. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is a guitar player. I they know were, he's a guitar player. They, okay, they played Everybody in a band. That. All right, it was called Light of Day. I don't remember. Starring starring Michael J. Fox and but Joan Jett. Is and it about, um, is it about vampires? No, it's about it's musician. Self- it was musician brother and sister who go through the perils of trying to make it, um, and uh, they do some. Bad shit, and then you know, sex? it's just a no, they're brother and sister, Magoo. Doesn't Come matter. on, make it happen. Doesn't Work matter. with me. Doesn't matter, they can have sex. Joan so, Jett, my sister in law, yes. my wife's sister, is a huge Joan Jett fan. Joan Jett, again, when you see her in videos, very pretty, certain, certain uh, shots of her, very pretty, but I don't like to hear her in interviews because in interviews, it's hey, oh, yeah, you know, she's I mean, she's, tough. she's a little tough, she's tough, tough. yeah. Tough girl. Um, but uh, hate myself for loving you. Right, great tune. Um, uh, what's the well, other one? I uh, love rock and roll. I love rock and roll. That Which was cover, it. That, isn't that it? was it. I don't know. Okay. That was at the top of the fucking charts forever. And she that writes. Yeah, forever. and she writes songs with other people. By oh, the and way, the song "Light of Day" from that movie. She, yeah, she I don't know if it. you ever heard that song either. No, Probably not. Unfortunately. Yeah. By the way, Joan Jett, born in Pennsylvania, three. Albums, platinum or gold. Absolutely, yeah. Raised in Maryland, moved to Los Angeles. Rolling Stone, t- 
top 100 guitarists, she took 87. Yeah. What? She can play. That's she amazing. Can play. Yeah. She, can play. she doesn't really play any kind of leads or anything, but right. she's constantly she's rock steady. stock. Yeah. Rock steady in the pocket. Yeah. Uh, just a, in the po- she, just a rhythm. She is the rhythm guitar section. Yeah, I, she can um, play and sing at the same time. At the same time, which is not. And the only easy. person who could do that as well as her, as I really got to give it to, like Paul Stanley, who can really right. play the shit right. out of that guitar. But I think Joan Jetta holds it down a little bit. Sometimes Paul Stanley, when you could see when he's got to make a chord change and he's singing he'll something, he'll, something gives. Yeah. But Joan Jett, she's, she's like two steady. people. On yeah, that guitar, she's rock steady. Um, I notice she plays a lot of hollow body guitars, doesn't she? No, actually, I believe she played a Gibson SG, a Melody Maker, or oh, something a melody like maker. that. It's a weird. Isn't that a hollow body? It's. I'm not. A, I know that it's not. Some are not. Okay. Some maybe. I just um, picture her but, playing a. Yeah, I don't hollow think body for some reason. I don't know about that. I'll have to look that up, but I I, I think that she did she did play uh, a Gibson um for a long time. It might be the same I mean, you know. Um, yeah, she was a big Gibson like I don't see a Joan Jett playing like a Kramer or Ibanez yeah. or a Fender. So the Joan Jett Signature model Gibson is a melody maker, but I think you might have gotten confused is because that pick guard. No, that pick guard I comes down and almost hollow body. All right, it's not a know. But it's anyway, a, um, a lot of people play player, the melody maker. Great music um, musician. Yeah. Um, clearly. Who else you got? Um, let me see. Let me look at the list. So. In the 80s now, of course, I'm trying to stick with the 80s because like Pat, right. Pat Benatar, her albums go into the 90s. Who? I mean, Pat, Pat Benatar, Benatar, her albums go into the 90s. Do you know who I didn't even consider for this? Who? Nancy and Ann Wilson. Yeah, Hart. Holy shit. Yeah, we totally forgot Had about Hart. we dropped Hart. the ball on that? Okay. All right, so uh, Let's, again... I mean... Um, they were One incredible. of the best... Vo- yeah, we yeah. really dropped the ball on that. One of the best voices in rock... Her sister plays guitar. Another phenomenal. Nancy's a great guitar player. guitar player. Tremendous. And uh, Anne likes dessert. She sure does. She yeah. was a big girl, not anymore. Oh, really? She fluctuated. She was small, then went big. Now she's small again. What's the um, uh, uh, What's the correlation between Wilson Phillips and Hart? Is that one of their daughters, or is that the guy from the Beach Boys? I'm thinking of. That's, that's the, the guy Beach from Boys. the Beach Boys. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Um, the uh, other guitar player and the bass player and the drummer from Heart, you hardly even know who they are because right, exactly. the, the stars of that show are the see? Wilson sisters. And man, do they put on the show. And they both sing. Because they both sing, yeah. And, uh, or Nancy came out, which one is the guitar player? Nancy's Nancy, the guitar player. She came out with, she sang songs, is what I'm saying, on albums. Did you These see? Dreams or something, is yeah. her singing? Did you see Heart? Um, on the Kennedy Center honors I inducting, did. I did Led Zeppelin. I did Stairway to Heaven. Let me tell you, what a rendition! It's never sounded that good. No, never. Even when Even Led Zeppelin, Robin Plant did. was sitting in there. He was like, Robin "Fuck!" Plant was in <laughs> yeah. fucking tears. Yeah, bro. he was. He he it was, was amazing. And you know, you you watch that show and you see a lot of butchering. 
There's a lot of butchering true, of yeah. people's songs when they're trying to play them as a cover. But Robert Plant was severely taken back he by his rendition. Back. So was Page. Phenomenal. Yeah, but not, you know, Judy Page thinks he's the God, thinks that, he's God of the um, world anyway. That was Satan. Actually, that show was when I was first convinced that former President Obak Barama was fucking cool as fucking shit. Yeah. Because yeah. him and his wife were there and they were fucking like grooving yeah. to it, man. They yeah. dug it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. There was a lot of people in that audience because it was Led Zeppelin. Let's face it. It's, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. It was yeah. Led Zeppelin and their rendition of Stairway was phenomenal. It was just incredible. That's do how you it should remember, be um, So during the... <laughs> Chorus. The entire chorus was was wearing bowler hats. Right, right. That's because John Bonham. That that was John Bonham's signature. Signature. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they were I mean, paying homage so to. Well, man. wasn't that the son playing That's, the drums? That yeah. was the son. Yeah, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Who is a phenomenal Who drummer? Who is a great playing drummer. on the Van Halen reunion yes, right, right now? Had his own band. Um, had his Bottom own band, which we talked about failed miserably. Yeah. But I have that album. Yeah. And great this album. great song. What what is the song? Waiting for you. Waiting for you. Come on. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Sounds like Led Zeppelin. You know what it does? Very the Zeppelin. drumming is very similar. Very I felt Zeppelin. the guitar in the songs were more White Lionish. They're kind of white lineage, but, but the there's drumming, definitely a Zeppelin influence yeah, there. Because he was, Bonham was thick and loud oh, yeah. with that he kick drum. He would hit those drums yeah, hard. Yeah. He would hit those. Yeah. I think he played Ludwig, Ludwig. exclusively. With Phenomenal. That big, like 26 inch fucking bass drum. At Enormous that time, it was out of. At that time, you saw bass drums when you watch an orchestra. Right. You know it what I mean? And the guy cannon. stood there with a big, you know, right. like mouth bone. Gong. You know, it was, uh, it was like I a remember, cannon. That's right. You've probably never seen the song "Remains the Same." It's the Led Zeppelin movie. Luckily, I have not seen it. What? What? <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> okay. all right. But I oh, have not. Just got so much bigger. <laughs> I have uh, not seen it. There are scenes in the film because there's a lot of Led Zeppelin home movies in that. There are so many scenes of. John Bonham teaching Jason drums. Really? In the video. Yeah, oh, incredible. see, I would like to see As a that, little boy. Yeah. That's crazy. In the rehearsal studios with Led Zeppelin, Jason had his own little drum set. Awesome. That's awesome, man. So cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great when you... You're awful. You're <laughs> an awful, awful I'm an person. awful human being. It's great when you... Uh, when people... Um, rock stars and stuff when they uh, uh, take time to teach their yeah, kids the craft. Yeah, absolutely, man. Awesome. And you don't really see that a lot. No, and especially then, and right, and it's like Getty Lee. I know he's got kids. Where are they? Right. I mean, what at least doing? Steve Harris's daughter sings. Right, she's a And singer. I think he's got a son that's a he's guitar got a, player. Yes, yes, he, he does. But so, nobody was going to take up the bass? I mean, I know, on. that's right. Your dad's that's Getty Lee, you're not taking up the right, bass? Right, right. Your dad's Getty Lee. Play the bass. How does that make any sense? It to doesn't you? make any sense. He can teach you. It's an how instant to be recording Look contract. Look at Edward Van Halen's son. It's an instant recording contract. Absolutely. I'd have to say Getty Lee is to bass what Eddie Van Halen was to the guitar. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. I think we've got time for one last. Okay. Who you got? I got Stevie Nicks. 
which again, when we talk about careers, and I had said to you, it spans. For I I had said to you, I thought that Pat Benatar had uh, the biggest career out of all these women, and you had said Stevie Nicks, and I and I will have to agree. Okay. Stevie Nicks had. Uh, it, uh, Stevie Nicks and You know her. what? If anything, they were neck to neck, but at different times. At different times, yes, absolutely. I'll give you that. Stevie Nicks and her boyfriend, Lindsey Buckingham, were like struggling musicians. And he's phenomenal he's in incredible. and of itself. Fleetwood Mac was a 60s British R&B band yeah. who had a hit or two yep. early on. They, they so bad needed an injection of... Something, some kind of inspiration. Yeah, and they got it from the Buckingham. And they got it from the Buckingham's. <laughs> but Lindsay said, "I'll come along, but I'm, but, but I've got to bring my, my girlfriend, my, my girlfriend." Yeah, and that was the greatest thing to ever happen to Fleetwood Mac. And she was a beautiful girl, young. Stevie Nicks uh, was gorgeous. Was phenomenal. Had a huge cocaine problem. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge cocaine problem. They all did. Let's face they it, that did, was what they did. Yeah, and they, that and was then her they, thing. They they shared uh, boyfriend and girl. There was a whole, yeah, whole uh, band. Was the whole band was very strange. Mick she Fleetwood broke up and with, yeah, yeah, uh, Buckingham and yeah. got with Mick Fleetwood. But Mick I don't Fleetwood, know if there was any girl on girl situation because there was girl another girl's girl. keyboard player, right? Uh, I forgot her name. Uh, but she, she used to sing on past. Like, she sang too, yeah, yeah. And her husband played the keyboards, or they both played. Right. I don't know, right? But it was definitely an intermingling. Uh, of sorts that turned out to be the demise of the band, no? Yes, absolutely. That's what broke apart the band a few times and they yeah. got back together. Coincidentally, Stevie Nicks's grandfather taught her how to sing. Wow. They used to sing duets when she was only four years oh, old. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Talk about, you know, handing it down to the... Next now, alongside generation. Fleetwood Mac, but Lindsey Buckingham Lindsay, also had a great solo career, too. He did, but not really like Stevie, but you overshadowed know. Yeah, by oh, yeah. Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. Again, another underrated guitar player. Stevie Nicks actually coming to Nashville. Is she really? Pretty soon, okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's still fucking playing, Let bro. Let me tell you, man. Nashville blows out some stuff. They do. I gotta we get say, a lot of great artists. Whenever you see a listing, of anybody who's playing, Nashville is always on that calendar. It's, yeah, Nashville and Knoxville. Always. Yep, always. always on that calendar, and that to me is great because that we are thirty minutes away. And if ever, you know, any one of my uh, uh, friends or my daughter goes to shows, I drive her and I hang out. In I don't a, like in a cigar live place while music. Anymore. I don't either. I don't either. All I the never people really. I did. would care to see their old. Here's my take on, on live music, and this is why I was never big on concerts. I've been to maybe three or four concerts in my life total, and that's a lot for me. I always felt that I would listen to those songs, and I would see how they work together in a studio environment and how good they can be. I was always afraid to be let down live. That's the reason why I don't go to shows anymore. I know that's crazy. I don't want to get let down. I know that's crazy, but I was always afraid to be let down live. Two people I would see Maiden's without a, a heartbeat. Great live band. Iron Maiden yeah. and Rush. And Rush. I would see Two them without a yeah, without hesitation. Jack Reed, that's about all I've got. Me too. Pat Benatar yeah. and Stevie Nicks really shaped fashion. Absolutely. Music. Absolutely. Inspired so many people. I would also like to mention real quick uh Vixen. 
which was an 80s band that um I totally uh, forgot about that. They were like they were con- they were called the Girl Bon Jovi, the female Bon Jovis right. because they were so uh influential in in 80s music, couple of hits. I just and actually then the guitar read player an died and Yeah, I I just read an article one of them's like a dental hygienist. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so it's so crazy. Nuts. One, but Here the other, today, I think, God tomorrow, tomorrow, right? And I think the uh, the singer is still doing it, and one of the bass players married Steve Vai, so she's good. That's pretty cool. Pia, I think her name was. Pia. Yeah. yeah. Right. Here well, today, gone tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's it. One day you're selling out fucking one stadiums. One day you're hot, ne- and the next day you're not. Next day you're fucking hosing out somebody's gross fucking mouth. Right. You're only as good as yesterday's numbers. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Jackery Dackery, that's all Sir, I got. Great episode. Great episode. Love women. Love women, women should rule the world. I don't know about that. Okay, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see all 12 of you next week. <laughs> That's awesome.